The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. What do you do when you get two guys separated between a pane of, I don't know if this is real glass or fake glass, but uh, one of them's team is 2-0, the other one is 1-1. It's been a very interesting couple weeks of football, but we got Cronin and the Zuck coming at you right now. WTBR Pittsfield, 413-445-5943. Give us a call. Let's go. Russell Wilson's really bad. <laughs> so is Daniel Jones, but we're 2-0. Oh. <laughs> Trey Lance can't stand so much. Ow, my ankle. A Jimmy G freaking party. He's back, right? Back for the year. So ridiculous. Let's go. Welcome to our weekly edition of Cronin Zuck here on WTBR 89.7 FM. Robbie, how you doing, my man? You got to be great. happy, huh? Absolutely. 2-0 start. Too- nice. I'm absolutely 2-0. Great weekend. You know, weather wasn't too bad. Yeah. Crazy games in the NFL. <laughs> I mean. Crazy. People want to know why they love the NFL. Oh, my God. I lost four games on my bets in the last minute of the game. I four to- games. I, I it was my birthday yesterday. So. Yeah, I know. Happy birthday! I'm sorry I missed it. Jeez. No, thank. No, it's okay. So what'd you but, do? Uh, Sunday, I took uh, my father and one of our best friends, Jimmy Morgan. We went up to Rivers Casino in Schenectady, oh, where nice. they where they have a sports book, and you could bet on football. And we what they had every game on. We all put our bets in, and nice. I bet I bet the Patriots and the Lions to win, and uh, my dad and Jimmy put in their bets, and we sat there and. They had every game up on the screens, and it was just it was just a wild time. It was really. I fun. wish I had a rewind of your of our show. <laughs> we do actually look listen back at the podcast. Like they're not going to win. They're going to be zero and four. And I said, man, when does Belichick ever lose two games in a row? So. I yeah. just, I just said, you know what? It's it's my birthday tomorrow. You know, I didn't feel confident in any bets this weekend, and I said, you know what? I'm going to throw. I just did 25 bucks on the Pats to win. Yeah, well, there you go, right? They won, right? I was like, all right, you know, it's my birthday. I'm going to bet on them. And they pushed, but it was still just really fun to just sit there and watch every game. Oh, yeah. I mean, the endings to some of the games were unbelievable. I mean, we could talk about those games. We get into local games. Let's start with the Pats, though. Um, 376 total yards, um, 252 passing, 124 rush. 
And uh, Mac, 21 of uh, 35, I think, for a TD and one interception. So, pretty good day. Not bad. Harris, 15 of 71. We had the Nelson you know. Aguilar breakout game. Yes, 110 for six receptions. And Myers. Did you, did you see that catch he caught to I score did, a touchdown? I, I didn't. It was ridiculous. He had, he had a guy on him. And he made this brutally amazing catch in the end zone that made it ten to three at halftime, and it 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 was one of the worst football games I've ever watched because every other play <laughs> you didn't flag, see the giant game, flag, man. <laughs> flag flag flag, and they showed that this official was his third year officiating in the NFL. I'm going, what's he trying to get more prime time? Because every other play, flag flag yep. flag, delay of game. Well, this is the problem of the NFL. I mean, defensive backs can't hardly play anymore without touching somebody, and it's suddenly it's a penalty. I mean, it is, you know, I, I can't stand it. They don't give any room to these guys. So. Do, you, do you remember when you were a kid? And you, you'd of course. Play, you, like you're Still like, am, really. You're like, you're like summer <laughs> camp, you're playing the game, capture the flag. Yes, we used to play it capture was the flag all the time. It was, it was almost like that's what the refs were trying to do. Like, hey, hey, capture the flag, capture the flag. It was brutally awful to watch, but thank God there were seven other games on TV, or six other games, because there were seven. Did you get the NFL Network? We were well, we were at the casino. Oh, that's right. So and you we get all the games. Right, right. All the games were on. Right. And then around midway through the third quarter, they lost connection because they had DirecTV. There was a thunderstorm that came through. So then it was just the Jets and the Browns and the Giants and the Panthers. And everybody's going, fix the TVs, fix the TVs. <laughs> and, then pe- and then people started yelling, free beer till the TVs get fixed. It was, it was hysterical, but... It was really fun being there watching that. And my friend Jimmy that came with my father and I is a diehard Jets fan. And he was just so excited watching that game. How dumb is Cleveland? <laughs> Did oh you see God. the press conference? Oh, my God. How terrible. He's a stand-up guy. I'll give him that. But, boy, I'll tell you, boy, talk about blowing a game. Cleveland could have been 2-0. and Oh, man, the boos were coming down in Cleveland. Oh, my goodness gracious. I couldn't okay. believe it. And you want to talk about another terrible uh, exhibit of football. How about the freaking Raiders, man? Oh my God! Why in the world is he still? Why is Josh McDaniels coaching? Why is he a head coach? I watched the press conference. I didn't know what he was saying. It was like denial, denial. It sounded like something coming out of like the uh, you know the Nixon administration during Watergate. I didn't understand what the hell he was talking about. I really didn't. <laughs> I'll play that. I'll play that press conference a million times. I wish I had a clip of it right now. Can we and just, just? Can we just say ridiculous. how ridiculous? Can we just say how bad Derek Carr is? I mean, Derek Carr. You've been talking I told about, you about I've been, Derek I've been Carr. trying to defend him. He spells car with two R's. Come on, car C A R. It's very simple. Although I, if it's cars for kids, it's C K A R, but it's, it's confusing. Do not I do that K R S car for kids. Please do not get that stuck in my head. I today, won't, but, but you should actually ch- teach him how to drive before but, you actually spe- he, you should spell the word car correctly before you teach he, the kids how to drive, right? He, he missed Devontae Adams wide open. I mean yeah. Raiders fans were out there celebrating that they were gonna win. They were up by twenty points and then uh, Kyler Murray made a ridiculous play to win the game. I mean, how about that just, how about that play at the end though? The, the fumble and the return? I mean, that was wild. What a crazy weekend in the NFL. Unbelievable. So so your overall feeling, though, about the Patriots, we can start there. I mean, obviously they win. They're coming home against the Ravens, and we'll talk about the Ravens' disgusting 28 points given up in the fourth quarter. Harbaugh's like, talk about process and all this garbage. I mean, I couldn't believe it. It's like, how about just, I mean, you know he takes responsibilities to know it's my fault and everything, but you blew a 28-point lead. You gave, excuse me, you gave me 28 points in your own building in the fourth quarter of a game in which you basically were pretty much in control the whole way. 
and your quarterback had a great game, including running for over 100 yards as well. So I, you know, it's so I look at I look at Lamar. the Patriots' schedule this way, right? They yep. have the Ravens this coming Sunday. Yep. Then they have the Packers. I didn't think that Aaron Rodgers looked that great. I, the Baltimore defense didn't look that great yesterday. Or we say actually Sunday. Yeah, the pack running game looked great. I think the the uh, Ravens are pissed off. It is the Patriots' home opener. I don't have any faith still in the Patriots' offensive play calling. I have no faith. But I think if they could steal one of these next two games. Yeah. If the Patriots kind of hang around 500 for the but next isn't it more, three, four isn't it more weeks. more about execution than his play calling? Like, play calling to me is one thing, but executing the play is what, what really is important, you know? I saw Mac Jones make that throw to Aguilar yeah. in the end zone, and I was like, okay, we need a little more of that. We need a little more Belichick kind of injecting his play calling into the offense because I think he, at one point around uh, the middle of the second quarter, he got really irritated and he flipped out on the sideline which was something my my father said too he goes sean all i ever see belichick do is just kind of stand there on the sideline just kind of write down notes on his paper ah, sometimes i've seen him get ticked but off. he got really really yeah. irked at something obviously yeah and i think he might kind of start taking the reins in terms of play calling i think they have a chance to steal one of these next two games if they can go 500 I think, I think they could beat the Ravens at home. I certainly do. I absolutely do. They're, they're so good at home. I mean, let's be honest. They have a great home record. And it's their home opener. Yeah, I think I'm, I, I pick them to win. I think they'll stop. The, I think they'll do what they need to do. I think they'll stop the Ravens offensively. I think they'll find a way to stop Lamar Jackson, and and they'll they'll get some turnovers, and do what they do at home and play defense and run the ball. You know, with Stevens and with uh, with Harris, and then uh, and you know, and Mack will make his throws. They'll they'll play carefully and maybe. He'll, Maybe it'll stretch the field. You want them to stretch the field, so maybe they will. Use the tight ends they got. Mac, Mac they got good talent, man. I mean, I don't know why people are so down on the Pats this year. I really don't understand it. I mean, the, the reason everybody's so down on the Pats is because they put a defensive coordinator and a special teams coordinator who were both failed head coaches right. in charge of yeah. the offense. Yeah, I, I know. It, it makes absolutely no sense to me at all. I, I agree with you 100%. I don't know the reason why they could have found certainly found somebody uh, you know, they knew McDaniels was leaving to go to, to Vegas, so I, I, I agree with you 100%. 413 in case you didn't know the number to give us a call here. And uh, so uh, we're, I'm, we're playing in Lenox, actually, uh, on Sunday. It's going to be fun, yeah. So we're calling it the Berkshire Squeeze. It's our own little thing there, but we'll be out in front of a Berkshire Classic, my buddy Mark Parsons' place at 74 Main on Sunday around 1 o'clock till 3, and then I'm also playing with another band, my buddy Colby Lewis's band uh, up in Lilac Park. So I got double duty you guys, right, before, you guys, right before the high holy days come you up. Guys, so. You guys were fantastic in Dalton, I have to oh, say. Oh, thanks, man. We had fun. That was a great gig. It was a really fun day, and people had a good time and lots of food, and you know, people were really enjoying themselves. There was no, you know, cra- everybody was great. You know, people get along. Yeah, it's just a big shindig. It was really fun. So, yeah, so, I'm enjoying so, it. So let me ask you a, yeah. a, a, a serious question, yeah. okay? How much better would the Giants be with a quarterback that could actually yeah, play? Yeah, I know. Okay, I, I, because Daniel Jones, he did make a couple big throws in the second half. Their offense but, was terrible. Man. Their offense was terrible the first half. The one thing I do like about this coach, though, he makes adjustments. And the thing is, they're not going to let Daniel Jones 
you know, hurt them at this point. So there was one call. It was a second down and nine. It was an off-tackle run. I'm like, what are they doing? And the other thing, too, is guys don't think, think themselves. Like, the Giants hit the ball first down and goal to two. And they run, and they run uh, you know, Jones on a, on a um, uh, basically a quarterback, you know, sneak to the left side for a loss of, like, three yards. Like, why? Just keep it simple. I mean, I don't understand a lot of these coaches. They're trying to outthink themselves all the time. And for the most part, Kafka is called, you know, pretty good games. But, I mean, the Giants' offense was miserable. Their line play was terrible. Jones was terrible. He almost threw a pick. I mean, but you know what? He didn't, he didn't fumble the ball. He didn't turn the ball over. He made the right plays. He drove them down at the end of the game again. And, and Graham Gano was good from, you know, from, 50, from 56 yards. I mean, this guy is solid as a kicker. I mean, he's like a big weapon. But, yeah, I'll, I'll admit, the first two times they got turnovers from, the, from Carolina. I, I, I tell you, it's terrible. Baker Mayfield, oh, my God, is he awful? I mean, they I, went out I, I and did, traded for Baker Mayfield. So what's the point? He and Darno both stink. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think Baker was the problem. It's like having Aaron Hicks as your as your quarterback from I both didn't, sides. I did not think Baker was the problem. I mean, the first two drives there, there were fumbles. His yeah. receivers were dropping balls. I thought Baker made some pretty solid throws. Yeah, but, I'm, the, but Giants, overall, the Giants though, defense and the was... deep played really well. Yeah, the deep played really well. I mean, Wink is making a difference. There's no doubt about it. It's not a talented defense, and right now OG's not playing, and Thibodeau's not playing. So you get your your, your young guys back there on the outside line, and we'll make the Giants defense even better. Hopefully next week against Dallas, and Dallas, you know, Dallas comes away with a win too. You can talk about that after, but Cooper uh, Rush. But I mean, yesterday, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. But I mean, yesterday, you know, a, a, not a ba- not a you know bad game. Um, you know, for for the Giants in terms of uh, of defense, I mean, like I said, in the second half, you know, it was it was it was it was a boring game to watch. It was a struggle. It was a defensive struggle. But you know, this coach says all the right things. You know, all after the game, it's about the process, guys. No matter the win and so forth. So he's trying to build a culture there for the Giants. He's trying to rebuild this culture, and guys are buying into it. And that's what's beautiful. They're all buying into this guy. You know, and, he, and his press conferences are right there. He's answering all the questions. He's not making any excuses, you know. I mean, what a difference in one year with after Joe Judge and his press conferences. Oh, my God. I mean, it's ridiculous. I love his words, though. Um, you know, Daniel doing the naked bootleg to win the game right there was a smart, you know, play on his part. So, you know, look, they're not going to let him make a lot of plays. They don't want him to make mistakes. They're putting him in a position to win. So good defense, running the football. Saquon, not a great game, but 72 yards. Um, but it was, this was all about defense and special teams for, you know, uh, uh, Richard James. I always crack up. He was the high guy. Well, I don't understand. Here's Kenny Galladay. This guy's got to go. I'm sorry. I don't care what they get for him. I don't care where he goes. He cleaned out his locker. I mean, Gettleman really screwed up. When, you know, just what? Cut this guy, pay the guy what you owe him, and get him out of here because he's, he's just a cancer on the so team. Right? I can't you, take it with him. Yeah. Let me ask you a question yeah. about Kenny Galladay. Yeah. The next touchdown he catches for the Giants will be the first touchdown he catches. Am I, has he caught a touchdown yet? I don't. He didn't catch a touchdown last year. I don't believe no at all. Has he caught one yet this year? No. So they gave him seventy-two million dollars, and he's without a touchdown. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's Gettleman. I mean Gettleman took this team and set it back like a like a decade. I mean honestly, between the the Barkley draft and not taking Quentin Nelson and not taking you know either Josh Allen the quarterback or Josh Allen the linebacker from Kentucky, not taking Micah Parsons. I mean I love Kadarius Tony, but two plays to Tony. Two, two, the whole game to Tony. And the first one, he never cut up the field. He kept going around and lost yardage. So, I mean, I don't know what's up with Tony, if it's, you know, he's got injury problems or attitude problems or what it is. But, I mean, 
they took this guy and they could add Micah Parsons on their team right now. So every time I see Kadarius Tony not playing, I think of Micah Parsons roaming around Dallas, you know, and tackling guys and being defensive rookie, and he should have been defensive player of the year, which he didn't get. I guess they didn't want to give him both awards, but he, you know, he dominated last year, and everybody knew what a great player he was going to be. You know, I see a whole different culture. With the Giants, with, absolutely. Your, with, with the oh, coach, yeah. with Brian Dayball. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I, I know that uh, Daniel Jones is not the answer because honestly, I think the guy is terrible. But I just see Brian Dayball just, you know, he'll get in Daniel Jones' face when he throws a pick in the end zone like he did last week. And then just the way that he just kind of goes over and gives guys a slap on the helmet and just uh, it's a different culture going on with the Giants. And when they get the proper personnel, I think they're going to be a legit team. I would not rule them out of maybe winning nine games this they year. Could. I mean, they could. You look at their schedule. Well, what's the other do next week in Dallas? And you know, obviously stay away from injuries. So, so Jones yesterday, 22 of 34 for 176 and one TD. Saquon, 21 for 72. No Galladay, Tony, two receptions. I told you Richard James, five for 57. I told you that the Eagles it. I told you the Eagles were legit, by the way. They won. They, yeah. Well, they beat when you the, got them. Mac Kirk Cousins cross, but Kirk yeah. Cousins once the lights turn off, you know, and they have to turn the lights on, you know what I mean? By like you know prime time games, he's terrible. Oh, I know. Once daylight goes out and it turns dark outside, and they have to turn the lights on, he's terrible. I don't see. <laughs> I don't. I don't see a legit team in the NFC right now that I'm saying they're Super Bowl or bust. They're Super Bowl or bust. I don't see one. I mean, well, we, Tom Brady looked terrible. Tampa, yeah, but Tampa, you know what, though? Tampa has a really good Their defense. Their defense is insane. Is really, really good. That's the thing. You don't have to have the big quarterback stats. You don't have to have. If you play, if you're a good special teams and you have good running game and you make efficient passes, you can win games. I mean, look at the great defensive teams. Defense wins championship. I don't care what anybody says, honestly. You know, I mean, look My, at the Pats and the Rams. The first time they won and the Pats beat the Rams. The P- P- Pats held down the greatest show on turf. All right. right? Let's My, be, you know, defense wins in all sports. Two weeks ago, our prediction show, my prediction to win the NFC South was New Orleans. And what does oh, Jameis Winston do? He throws three picks. Yeah, I Brady threw his helmet and his tablet. It would have been better off if Winston did that. I, I picked I picked the Saints in that game, so I lost that game too. I had a terrible I game. I picked the Saints to win that game too. Me too. And you know what? Stupid because we should have realized that you know Brady wasn't going to lose to those guys forever. So, but I mean, if Sean Payton was coaching that team, they would have won. Yeah, I got to talk about the Jets for a moment, if you don't mind. I mean, honestly. absolutely. My, <laughs> if my buddy Jimmy Morgan is listening here, Jimmy, here we call go. us. We need to call four four five five nine four three. So he's call a, he's our buddy that we we took to the casino over the weekend. He's a big Jeff. Tell fan. me he about was it. losing his mind. He loved it. He loved the ghost of Joe Flacco decided to show up and play with Salas comments this week. Look, I think the guy you know stood up and said, "Hey, you know, let's not judge my team yet." He's knocking down the media, tear, tearing up tickets. You know, the, the front cover. I sent you the cover. I was just like, you know. Look, the guy put his money where his mouth was, and I look, they got lucky. Let's be honest. Cle- I mean, Cleveland gives that game away. So what does it look like now? Okay, let's say, for example, they don't have that crazy comeback, and Cleveland doesn't screw up the onside kick, and Cleveland doesn't have a 60-yard bomb for a touchdown with a minute 22 left. I'm like, who's calling the defensive plays on that on that sequence? I have no idea. They should have fired the defensive coordinator yesterday for that garbage. But, I mean... I could not believe it. I was shocked. They turned the TV back on. They're driving the ball. I'm like, what's going on here? They got the onside kick, and Flacco moves him down. How good is Garrett Wilson going to be? This kid is special. 
I mean, this kid was terrific yesterday. Gets the game-winning touchdown. And then they're moving down. Burkett's moving him down. Uh, Brissett, he's moving him down. And all of a sudden he throws that pick. And Robert Sala's dancing around the sideline. Let's face it, at 0-2, you know, could it be 0-3? It could, you know, go and spin right into a, a, another typical Jets season. But how about the, the football gods were smiling upon the Jets, which they never do yesterday. So I was happy for all my guys at the fan that love to die, live and die with the Jets. You know? That kid that caught the pick at uh, the end of the game, the kid that caught the pick, yeah. that was his only snap in the game. No kidding. Wow. It was the only snap he played in that game, and that's wow. why it's solid. Freaking gave the guy, embraced him. That was great. You know, that was great. I mean, they, you know, I mean, overall, Joe Flacco throws for over 300 yards again, four, four TDs. I mean, guy did the job, you know. It's like, let me ask you this. I mean, if the Jets have some success in the next couple of weeks and Zach Wilson comes back, does Zach Wilson play or does Joe Flacco play? Well, let's see. How, that's what I was saying to my buddy Jimmy the other day. I'm like, what do you do? Like, if Flacco keeps playing like he played Sunday, do they roll him? Like, that's that's the question. That's – who knows? I mean, that's kind of what happened with uh, Tom Brady and Drew Budsoe, you know, back 20-plus years ago. How about yep. Miami coming back oh against my God. Baltimore? Was Another that game not I ridiculous? I had the Ravens. They're up like 30 to – what, 10 or something like that? Or something even bigger than that? At one point in the game, excuse 28 me. 28-7. Like, yeah, they're up 28-7. to 35 And I'm like, 14. okay, I got this game because my buddy Mike I do the pool with. You know, we do our little bets. And he picked Miami, and he, he likes the Ravens. I mean, his team's the Giants. He lived in Maryland for years, still does. So he likes the Ravens, too. So he follows the Ravens for years. And I'm thinking, you're picking against the team, and the Ravens are killing them. All of a sudden, here comes Miami back. I mean, they allowed 28 points in the fourth quarter. Two of Iolova. Well, what do you have? Uh, um, uh, it's like uh, six touchdown passes. Tunga Iolova. I always say it wrong. I always pronounce it wrong. Tunga Iolova. Tunga Iolova. I always like six touchdown passes. Over 406 yards yeah. passing. Yeah, crazy, and, and, right? And the question's always been, can Tua throw? Yeah, of course. And you he know can. what? I knew that. And you know what? He threw. Of course. Because everybody's like, does he have the arm? Does he have the arm? That's what all the critics have said. Does he have the arm? He had the arm. He threw picturesque, beautiful passes on Sunday. And now they have Hill. What do you have, 11 catches? Hill. He was amazing yesterday. Yeah. And Waddle, too. I mean, I loved Waddle. Oh, my God. So uh, he's been Waddle in Miami. Yeah. I mean, like. Their head coach looks like he's uh, my uh, 14-year-old cousin. (laughs) Mike McDaniel, their head coach. he, He does, but. You know, watch out for Miami, man. I mean, you know, 469 yards. And I'm watching the end of this game, and I can't believe it. I'm thinking, oh, won this game. That game I thought I won. Then, since, and by the way, Cincinnati, they look terrible. Uh, you know, they really do. Burrow looks lost. And, uh, you know. He got sacked, what, six wins. or seven more times? Oh, man, that line is so bad. They're having, like, what they call Super Bowl hangover. Everybody's like, oh, Super Bowl hangover. Super Bowl hangover here, like every every radio station and every market, you know, media market talking about the Bengals. Up oh, Super Bowl hangover. I still think be, Dal- I still think Dallas is terrible. Uh, Cooper. I don't think Dallas is terrible. Their good defense is good. They have a good defense though. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. They're okay. I th- They're I think okay. That division is. Uh, I think Philadelphia is going to win that division. Well, yeah, I right really there. Do. You see Brown and, and Smith. Goodness gracious, making Jalen Hurts like like the greatest quarterback since you know. Last uh, week since, you uh, were you Bart last Starr. week you weren't you weren't a big. Uh, I'm not fan I, and of I, Jalen I, Hurts, and but I like okay. him. I'm a Bama guy. He was a Bama quarterback, you know. But he's doing well. He's do. I mean, look. I mean, he's doing a good job, and uh, Nick Sirianni's doing a good job, obviously as a head coach. So uh, uh, you know, 
what he threw for over 300 yards yesterday. And how good is that combination with Brown and, and Smith? I mean, man, that's a great receiving combination. And then Cousins, of course, stinks. <laughs> I can't Terrible. stand Kirk Cousins. Terrible. I, three and you know, picks you, yesterday. You, I, I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. You're not winning anything with Kirk Cousins. You know, I'm sorry. You, you know what kills me is all the national, as they say, you know, quote unquote experts. Yeah. They all compare Mac Jones to Kirk Cousins. No way. And that kills me. I think Mac is so much more cerebral a quarterback. That kills me. Okay, I don't think he makes as many mistakes. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the Vikings. The Vikings are like the Chargers. I could bring up the Chargers for a second before we take a break. Brandon Staley is going to cost the Chargers a championship because that team. It's like all talent and no brains. My man Keenan Allen was out, so now he's not playing. And now, you know, to me. It, I love the kid. I, I think I think he's a great quarterback. I really do. But I mean, it's not. Is it his fault that the coach is an idiot? First down and goal, sag tied at seventeen on Thursday night. I wasn't even watching the game. I couldn't get it because it's on stupid Amazon or whatever the hell it's on. So I have it on radio. I'm streaming the game, and they're ready to score. What does Dilly call a pass play at the one yard? Did this guy ever see Pete Carroll screw up? I mean, why are you throwing the ball from the one yard line? Just give the ball to Eck and let him run it in the end zone. I mean, I can't stand this coach. You know, it's almost, it, it's it's ridiculous. It's almost like the uh, Major League Baseball and the NFL got together and said, "Let's start injecting uh, analytics." What's into, analytical about running the about throwing but the ball you know, the one yard do, line? But do you know where I'm getting at? It's almost like they almost like <laughs> inject and said, "Hey, let's start injecting analytics into the NFL you, because this clown, Brandon Staley, is a clown. He is a total." Clown, yeah, let's go for it on fourth and seven. And he he is not going to help that team. They need to fire him now and get. I would even bring in. I don't know anyone. I mean, that's some what I was of like, decisions anyone, are anyone so other than dumb. Him. I I mean, I know Herbert makes a bad decision. Okay, I understand that. It's a ninety-nine yard return for a touchdown. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. They're ready to go in and take the lead. They played well. I mean, they have guys that can play. They have a talented team. It's like all talent and no brains. Every year, it's the same garbage. And the one coach they had that went fourteen and two and Marty Schottenheimer, they fired at fourteen and two. And through the last bunch of years, they've just brought in this guy and that guy and this guy and that guy. It's never worked out. They give up the big play all the time. I mean, it's just amazing how this team can't, you know, get their, you know, you know what together every year in terms of having the talent and having their heads screwed on the right way, especially this head coach. I am just disgusted with it. I mean, they had that game won. They really did. I mean, they had that game in control. They're up 17-7, and then they have a chance to march down and take the lead, and they give it right back at 99-yard interception for a touchdown at the one-yard line. I mean, never. I mean, nobody's – can anybody take a page from Pete Carroll's stupidity in the Super Bowl? I mean, honestly. Don't get don't me started need, on Pete uh, Carroll. But you don't need to throw the ball at the one-yard line. Not when, when Eckler's your back. He's a great back. Give him the ball. Feed him the rock. You know, they used to get on Parcells. Oh, you're being predictable. Vince Lombardi would be turning over his grave if you watch the NFL today with all this fancy schmancy offensive course. It's a simple game. He used to say, it's running, it's blocking, it's tackling. It is. And when it's executed correctly, you win. And when it's not executed correctly, you lose. That's it, you know? And it's just stupidity on Staley's part. I thought just, just wanted to rant about Staley. Because I was telling Evan, I think I told you I was ranting about Staley the other night uh, on the game. I was just, I couldn't believe it. It drives me nuts. 
Anyway, 413-445-5943. Take a break. Definitely got to talk about some baseball, certainly about Aaron Judge. Mets win last night. Scherzer, we could talk about this. And where's my buddy Gerard? Because last night he texted me and he says, 68 pitches, he gets taken out. Scherzer's throwing a perfect game in Milwaukee and gets taken out. What's wrong with baseball? Can we fix baseball? We'll talk about that after and some more about the NFL. Gerard can call as long as he doesn't talk about Keith Hernandez. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back after this. WTBR-FM is listener-supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke, and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you, and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parent smokes, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. Sometimes, all you need is a small reason to quit. Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Every Sunday night at 10 p.m., something strange happens to the airwaves of WTBR-FM. It's called The Mix. It is an experience like no other on this part of the planet. Witness a collection of fresh and classic beats that are guaranteed to make you move. The best part is, it is mixed completely live, uncut, unedited. So, for an exciting end to the weekend, tune your radio to WTBR-FM Sunday nights from 10 to midnight for The Mix. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8, and if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. Check it out, it's the Terminator. Hey, when'd you get back, huh? Did you have to shoot anyone? Why are you so distant? Are you not happy to see me? So what's the deal? You gonna get a job now or what? Why are you being so jumpy? Put all that stuff behind you, okay? No one knows what it's like to come back from Iraq or Afghanistan unless they were there. Join other veterans at communityofveterans.org because we know where you're coming from. Brought to you by Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America and the Ad Council. Larry Krepke here from Nothing But Old 45s, inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music I've ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Klein, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Sweet Country Music. 
WTBR. Cronin and the Zuck coming back here at you. And if you guys don't think that Aaron Judge is going to win the MVP this year, he is a half percentage point from leading the league in batting average. He's going to win the Triple Crown. You're a freak if you don't think he's going to win the MVP. So let's talk a little bit about the Yankees. Let's talk a little bit about Aaron Judge. 59 we have a phone home call. runs, you and we have, a home, we have a phone call. A home run phone call. Let's see what we got here. Good morning. You're on 89.7 FM with Cronin. Look, who's this? You know, <laughs> you're going to ask me the phone. I'm going to have to call. It's the world's whiniest Met fan, ladies and gentlemen. Gerard, how you doing, brother? <laughs> I, I, I had to wait till you're done with football so I could freely call. And well, you hate the NFL. You think they're all thugs. That's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> have to call. To, uh, listen, we clinched last night. We're talking about the, the Detroit Lions. Are you kidding me? Clinched. What's wrong with talking about the Detroit Lions? They actually might have a good team for the first That's time right. in 1957. Dan come on. Jared, God. Dan Campbell, come on now, Gerard. Come on, man. They got a coach that's eating kneecaps out there. What do you want to follow that? Come on, man. You're killing me right now. The, the, so, re, so the rebuilding, I, I as Adam Schein would say, the rebuilding since 1957 right. Detroit Lions. I met Bobby Lane, too. I met Bobby Lane. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I can't tell how angry I am. 68 pitches, Buck takes him out. I know. I, I mean, he deprived us of an incredible opportunity to see something amazing. Uh, on a night the Mets were clinching, he was dominating seven strikeouts. Six, And before the game, Buck was, how many pitches are you going to allow him to throw? And he's somewhere between 70 and 100. So he dominates at 68 and takes him out. It makes no sense. Is Bill James no, still alive? Point, at this point, why let him pitch? Just save him to the playoffs. If we're going to put him in bubble wrap and, and put him in emergency, don't break in case of an emergency case. You know what, though? Let him pitch it's ridiculous. He's coming. Well, Absolutely the thing is, he's coming off an injury, and they want to make sure. Not, I know. I, and I know. Look, I agree I with you. I completely I agree disagree. With you. Completely I agree with disagree. you. I agree with you. I mean, Gerard, he, this is why was, baseball sucks injured. now. But this is why baseball stinks now. Don't you understand? All this analytical garbage, all this delving into stuff, all this pre-planning has taken this beautiful, spontaneous, extemporaneous game and turned it into garbage where everybody hits two twenty-five. I mean, this is the it, problem. Why do I have to see managers come out in the injured. fifth inning? But why do I have to see a manager come out in the fifth and sixth inning and remove a pitcher? Why? Why he, do I have to see he this? It, he wasn't injured, though, is what I'm saying. I know. He, he was held back two starts. I know. He had experienced some tightness. In his the MRIs came back clean. Right. Was, it's not like he was out for eight weeks and had it's a ramp the same back wait, but he it's the same. Two, he missed two starts. It's the same follow. question as why is why is Degrom keep getting held back from starts all the time when he should be pitching every fifth day? It's the same. It's the same question I ask you all the time. This babying of pitchers. Look, it's garbage. I mean, they look at Nestor Cortez. They take him out. He's pitching like a great game. And all of a sudden, he comes out. And we have to watch pitcher after pitcher after pitcher after pitcher after. Pitcher. I mean, the, it's the managers. It's the way baseball. Could we, could we, could the, we, could we get Nestor Cortez to, to make a pit stop at Gillette Stadium just to <laughs> shave that stupid freaking mustache? I love his mustache. I I hate it. Come I hate on. his. I hate his leg kick. I can't stand the guy. He drives me. Oh, out he's of my a good mind. guy. Though. He's the best pitcher that I can't stand. Cole. I. Why? Can you tell me, Joe? Garrett Cole's garbage. Can you tell me why Cole gives up twenty nine home runs already this season? Do you like his line the other night? Four yeah, runs. Really, uh, six innings. Really four does. runs. Yeah. Anyway, what? Do you, uh, he, so he's still convinced that Aaron Judge is on steroids. Though. 
with all the baby and DeGrom still got hurt. Scherzer still got hurt twice. So prove to me that this baby. They won five in a row and he's still pitching. Can you believe this? Hey, hey, Gerard, yeah, Gerard. Yeah, no, but you're bitching for a good reason because this is why baseball stinks. I mean, it's like the idea of making bigger bags to induce base stealing is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Who the cares what size of the bags they are? Well, the guys are going to go, oh, the bag's a little bigger and I won't get hurt, but, you know, make sure those chains don't go you know, running into somebody's foot or cleat while I'm, while I'm sliding in head first. I mean, it's just, it's so ridiculous. I, I agree with you. No, I agree with you from a from a baseball point of view, from a fan's point of view. You're sitting at the game. The guy's pitching a no, a perfect game through six innings. You want to see him pitch? Of course you do. What's next in, in football? A throw count? Up. Oh, looks like Brady's a little tired on the sideline there. Up. Oh, you know, here comes Todd Bowes to take him out of the game. His throw count's a little bit high. What's next in hockey? A, a save count? Up. Oh, looks like Shesterkin's save count's a little high. We're going to put the backup goalie in right now for the Rangers. I mean, right, when, right, is, right. when does it end? I agree with you, but they right. want to protect him. That's why. Okay, since we have a three-person <laughs> panel here, I'm going to have to just say one thing real fast, okay? You Go want? I'll shut up. You, Go for you, it. You want to have your best players available for the postseason. Okay, get, giving DeGrom, you know, an extra day. DeGrom has been filthy. Giving Scherzer, Scherzer had, what was it, what was his illness uh, a couple weeks ago? Oh, he had uh, left side soreness, right? You want to yeah. give these guys time. The Mets just clinched a playoff spot. Uh, if all goes according they're gonna win the division. See, the voice of reason exists here on eighty-nine point seven. There you go. Thank you, Robbie. Where's the? Where's but the you know, so so giving these guys extra time. I was talking with a friend the other day who is a diehard Dodger fan, and he told me that he was terrified to face the Mets in the postseason because the Dodgers had the better roster in terms of the lineup, but in terms of the pitching staff. Trying to beat Scherzer and DeGrom twice in one series is is next to impossible if you keep those guys healthy. So I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to pull Scherzer after, what did you say, Robbie, 68, 68 pitches? 68 pitches. I don't find a problem with that. Where's the proof that... that if he would have thrown 78 pitches, he would have got hurt. There is no. There is no. Well, he probably threw another 40 or 45 no. or 50 pitches in the bullpen warming up. I mean, how many pitches does he yeah, throw in between each inning? I, I, I don't. I, I, I find that whole uh, uh, pitches thrown per game stat garbage. Get rid of that. Pitch please, counts please, nonsense. Please get rid of Gerard, that nonsense. Gerard, Gerard, you but and I keep these, our... keep these guys fresh for the postseason because now we're we're almost into October. The, the regular season's only going to last another two weeks, two and a half weeks. Keep them fresh for when it counts. I'm okay with that. I'm not an analytics guy, but I'm okay with that part of it. Please. Gerard, isn't it funny that when we were growing up and we're both, like, you know, <laughs> heading towards 60, remember when guys used to throw between starts to build, um, excuse me, arm strength and agility? And, and it's a lot of mental focus, too. People forget about the psychological part of, of baseball or sports in general. But you realize, though, that you're counting <clears throat> on two guys that are old and have both been hurt consistently. DeGrom and no, Scherzer are constantly hurt. Don't you want to keep them kind of... Sh- uh, uh, no, fresh. no, no. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the only uh, thing absolutely, I mean. Absolutely, but 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 there's but there's no proof that they would have gotten hurt or he if he pitched additional you know innings. There's 
no, there's no statistic that can show you that. Go talk to so Bill James about it. That's why I said, <laughs> go, is Bill James alive? Who used to work for the Red Sox? Okay. Pitches, then, then why let him pitch at all? And why not just hold them both out to the playoffs and let them pitch there? I'm writing and a book. It's great. called Look, Frank Canana. Frank Canana won through 14 straight complete games, and guess what? He pitched 16 more years after that. How That's right. That With arm surgery too. It's he had ridiculous. arm surgery too. Changed his whole career around. Completely reinvented himself. Correct. Absolutely. I mean, geez, in 1987, Dwight Gooden had 18 complete games. I mean, this is crazy. What surgery did Tommy John have? That's what I want to know. Right? Hey, Tommy, there's a surgery named after you. Come on. It is is so frustrating. But listen, they clinched the playoff spot. They got to hold off the Braves. Now, that's the big thing. It's going to be tough. I mean, look, they still get, but they do get the tiebreaker with the Braves. So if they win one game in Atlanta, the Braves actually have to beat them by. They have a series against the Braves at the end of the season. That should be fun, man. Yes, yes. And the the, the Mets need to win one of those three games to hold the tiebreaker over. That's in Atlanta, I believe. I think it's in Atlanta, by the way, those those three games. It is in Atlanta. And so the Mets go six and seven over the next 13 with one of those six wins against the Braves. The Braves will have to go 10-5 and five to win the division. So what do you think? How's that, Shanko? I can't stand that. I can't stand it. Saturday night, I'll be up at Florida State with 80,000 people doing that chant against BC. I'm oh, man. That. Oh, that's right. You're going to go see your son? My, yeah, my, my, parents, my, weekend up at, parents weekend up at FSU. So nice. We there you go. Game sold out, so we excited for that chance. Nice, brother. Yeah, so uh, so I was going to ask you, uh, you still think Judge is doing steroids? He's he's one away from the Bay, no, man. I, listen, he's one I, away. I, I, don't, listen, I, I have no idea if he's doing steroids or not. I think it's a fair question to be asked based on the totality of the situation. No if way. You look at all the – yeah, I, I, I think it's a fair question. I no, think it really not is. at all. Absolutely not. I don't. I don't. I disagree. I mean, I think he's just doing this. I think he's just an incredible player who's just locked in right now, and people keep pitching to him. But I have no idea why. What did Barry Bonds got yeah, passed? I don't know like why anyone 164 him. I, I times. I think one year. What did Bonds get? Need John Franco out there to throw the ball in the dirt all the time. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Franco lived in the dirt. That's what you need because it, it's amazing that they're still pitching to him. It just. It just. Steroids are not the point. Is that the guy is hitting everything. So you, you just can't pitch. Thank God, because he's carried the whole team. He carried the whole team. I mean, if it wasn't for Judge, I mean, the Yankees would be even worse. And then, look, they went 3-2 they went and two on the trip. They, took, they did what they had to do in Boston. They obviously lost a couple of tough games. And, you know, Boone with the pitching decisions. I mean, I still yeah, – hey, And hey, you know what? The problem, with the, Yankees is, the problem with the Yankees is they, they don't have a closer right now. They don't. I mean, I don't trust Clay Holmes. I don't trust Chapman. I don't trust no. anybody to close games. So it's they, a question mark. The team's a big question mark. I heard Familia got the win in Boston, Sean. They cut him. They, they cut him a few days ago. So the Mets will pick him up. Watch him. The Mets I, will pick him up again. I, I, it, it, hey, Gerard, I still watch the Red Sox every day, even though they're done. But I'm a baseball fan, yep. diehard. And when when I saw they brought Familia in, I went, are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding I, me? And you were the first I person I thought of. I'm like, I'm like, Gerard would laugh at me because... Oh. <laughs> this guy's a member of our bullpen now. I thought of you, man. I really did. I was like, uh, what What a disaster. Yeah, anyway, he'll man. He'll end up in Oakland. He'll pitch again next year. He'll pitch in Oakland. You watch. Oakland. Right, because that, one, because that owner Oakland. is too pathetic to pay anybody. Exactly. 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 All right, fellas. Have a good rest of the show. All right, bro. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks man. Thanks for calling as always. We'll see you. Okay, bye.
All right. I got to give a local kid a shout out if I can at some point. Absolutely, go for All it. Right. My uh, my guy Jimmy uh, Ambern lives here in Pittsfield. His kid is playing for Norwich in college football now. He's playing for Norwich up in Vermont, and uh, my father and I are going to see him up in two weeks to play some football. He's a safety. We watched him on TV the other day. He's really good. He's big. He's physical. I think he's got a future. And uh, it's it's going to be pretty cool. You know, trying to get, like, the local scene. Uh, you know, we got to get some more local attention on the station in terms of, like, athletes. You know, like, I know we love to talk about Boston sports, like, talk about, you know, New York sports. But it, wouldn't it be cool next year, too, like, to get, like... Some Absolutely. People, some people from the Suns. Yeah, I wanted so, to. I mean, manager. I wrote them, I emailed them. I've never really heard from anybody. It was like I mean, it was we, miscommunications we, on both our parts, I guess. We both have to do uh, a little more work because nobody else does to try to help us get people on the station. So we have to do it ourselves, you know? <laughs> exactly. Well, that's why I tried you to know, write and, to guys. And I didn't even get a chance to sing this summer at the uh, Wakona Park. So I used to do the national anthem there. His so. name is Ethan Amburn. And he's a safety for Norwich, Vermont. And we watched him on TV the other day. My father just texted me his name. But we, we got to get, you know, supposed Absol- to be Berkshire absolutely. Sports Talk is the name. You know, and we talk a lot about, you know, national sports. But it'd be nice if we could get, like, you know, absolutely, yeah. every once in a while to get, I, like, somebody on that's more from than happy here. To. Like, so we wanted to get the manager of the Suns on. Yeah, Didn't I, happen. I tried. You know, yeah, so. I tried. Evan, uh, you know, I'll reach out to Evan because he obviously knows a lot of the uh, people around here. He, when he was doing sports on the uh, down the dial, he was uh, interviewing a lot of local people. So, yeah, I mean, I try to get local people. I mean, I have um, my, uh, my friend's nephew plays for Vermont, and he's a local guy here, too. And, I, you know, we could get him on uh, playing, you know, the basketball season and so forth. So. But uh, yeah, I'm all for that. Not a problem. So I, I, I love what we do on our show. And it's fun. I have fun. You know what it, I'm saying? And it's great. My father listens to us every week. He thinks we're great. Oh, he's the one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 he, you know. But I just was thinking, like, we got to get, you know, it's called Berkshire Sports now, right? And we're trying to turn it. To well, that's the, what I originally called it, but then I changed it to, to Cronin like, and the Zuck. Well, well, you changed it. To, well, we changed that, you know, because it's like basically like when I look at all the sports shows, it's either their names, like you know, like I listen, it's the Michael K show, or it's the Adam Shine show, or if it's or it's uh, you know, um, I'm thinking like stuff on. Um, on on the fan, you know, like uh, you know, uh, Tiki and, and Tyranny, or some of the other shows. It's either their names or whatever, so they're basically identifiable. You know. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Get rid of Michael K. Okay? I'm sick of you talking about the broadcast. Here, got oh yeah, he's all right. Here we go. Oops. Good morning. You're on WTBR Sports Talk with Cronin Lusuk, eighty nine point seven. Who's this? Oh, well, it would be this Mike dude from Ocean City, Maryland. Hey, what's going on, brother? How you doing, man? Are you on the uh, beach? Are you on the beach? Yes, I am, sir. <laughs> He's on the beach. It's 80 degrees in Ocean City. Very nice. What is it here, about 60-something? It's not bad. It's a little overcast today yeah, in the Berkshires. At least it's not freezing, right? No, no. It's it's not freezing. Not yet. It's going to be 50, I think, this week. I think it's going to be high of 50-something. Yeah, we're supposed to get cold here, actually, yeah. low 70s, which is silly for this time of year but yeah so our giants are two and oh what about the ravens man i know you picked against them you're smart you you know you we we were like the games you won you won a bunch of games in the last minute that i lost i mean of course a couple we both lost a couple we both lost on the jets right we both lost yeah. on a few other ones but man so so hey say hello to sean he's over there hello sean how you doing man 
<laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. And I want to bring up the Red Sox because that's a sore spot. He's a Red Sox <laughs> fan too, by the way. You know what though? I I I I'm a Red Sox fan, but I'm also a uh uh you know, I'm a knowledgeable Red Sox fan and uh, like I was telling Robbie uh, before the season even started to to line up an opening day starting rotation of starting pitchers that all have had Tommy John surgeries or yeah. injuries was yeah. terrible. You know, so you could you could talk to me. What you could, you could throw whatever you want at me, and I'll and I'm just probably going to agree with you about everything. So yeah, I mean it, it, it is what it is. It'll be fun to watch how the playoffs play out because um, there could be some upsets or there could be some predictable winners like um, you know the Dodgers, maybe the Mets, but uh, the Yankees are not a shoe in. Uh, Houston's going to be tough, but you never know. Yeah, Houston's good. I, I, I just I hate to say this because my, my partner on the other side of the glass, but I would love to see the Yankees just get, get bounced in the first you round. You might and you might. <laughs> I really would. You, you might, might. Damn it, you might. I wanna see Albert Pool I wanna see Pools get seven hundred and I wanna see the Mets get to the World Series. That's all I care about in baseball. Well, that's all that could happen. That's that's the tough part about this. That's all I care about in baseball anymore, is those two things to happen. If those things happen I'll be those yeah. three things I should say to happen. Well, the Dodgers to be on the best team in baseball. I mean, they've won 100 games already, or they're close to it. I mean, they're on the yeah, 102, I think. And it's amazing. It's amazing what they're doing. It's amazing what they're doing. I mean, but, did you say you did you say you're a Ravens fan? Yeah, yeah, I uh, I love the Ravens. So we got, so we're 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 kicking off week three. What do you think, Patriots Ravens? I'm a Pats fan. I tell you what, I'm 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 going to go with the Ravens this week. I I had a feeling about the Dolphins because they you know given what Tua Tanner cannot do, Tyree kills breaks. I mean they just they just look like a good team. And even at home, I'm like the Ravens really have and you know I, when they started the game. Strong. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm glad I'm wrong. But uh, as the game progressed, I'm like, oh my. <laughs> you guys are coming to Gillette for the opener. Uh, yep. I, I, I got a little more faith in the offense for the Patriots than I had after week one. I thought they looked a little better against the Steelers' defense. Uh, your guys' defense doesn't inspire me to think that uh, it's going to be a blowout. I mean, I think that oh, it's going to be a close game. I think yeah. we're going to have a close game. I think it will be. We both yeah, picked Cleveland. Could you go. believe the end of that game, Mike? Oh, my God. <laughs> Goodness, God. Yeah, there's some things I would like to take back. <laughs> Why is the radio silence happening here all of a sudden? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> Keys to the game. Mac Jones has to be safe. You, What's your, what's your guys, what's the Ravens' uh, pass rush? You know, it's there, but I tell you what, the, the thing that disappointed me the most was just the way the coaching handled the game after the first half. I mean, whether it's the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, even Harbaugh, clock management is terrible. It was just a disaster, and I think they, they got lethargic and like, well, we got a nice lead here. We're playing the Dolphins. Whoops. <laughs> I mean, you guys were up by three touchdowns pretty much the entire game. Then all of a right. sudden, two it just went boom. Boom, boom. Yeah, and, you know, he, he can do that. Um, so, it's, it's, I've watched Miami, but um, I feel pretty good about the Ravens going into Gillette. Like you said, it's going to be a close game. It really could go either way, but um, I, I, I think I, they're going to be revenge time. 
I'm ca- I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, I I I hope it's a close game because I know the Ravens are explosive and the Patriots are not explosive so far. So right. I I hope right. it's a close game. Yeah, it should be. But uh, and who are the Giants playing this week, Robbie? Dallas on Monday Dallas. night. Okay, I'm I'm going with the Giants. I am too. Yeah, I think the Giants will play well on Monday. I think the defense will play well. I don't think Dallas is anything great. You got to stop CD Lamb, pretty much. That's the guy that you know you got to you got to watch out for. I'm not going for the Giants because of freaking Daniel Jones. I'll tell you that. I'm going for them because because <laughs> they're divas. I think Daniel Jones is garbage. Yeah, and they get they, uh, Mike. Yeah. They get OG back and they get Tibbs playing. The first time we'll see Tibbs playing in a game for the Giants. It should be fun. So if number five is on oh, the field, good. we'll see him. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. You know. Good. That that'll be a good game. Are they in Dallas or are they in New York? No, they're home in New York. They're they're a Giants game at MetLife Stadium. Then they got the Bears. They the the Giants could conceivably start out the season four and zero. Yeah, they couldn't. Is that amazing? Did we ever think that was going to (laughs) happen? (laughs) No. It's crazy to think that. Yeah, I was going back to the back to the Jet game. Did you see the press conference of the Browns coach? I mean, it's like it's a team loss. We lose to the team. It's my fault. It's like who was that stupid the schmuck who didn't cover on a sixty-yard play with a minute twenty-two uh, left? I mean, I couldn't believe yeah. it. And how about that stupid logo the Browns decide to slap on the middle of their field? Did you see that? No. Oh my God! It's like a monkey. <laughs> look it up. Look it up, guys. It looks like a monkey. It, it, it is a monkey. It's it's stupid. It's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. The Browns slapped it on the, on on their right on midfield. And that's oh that's why the Browns. That's why the Browns lost. And that's why the Browns. That's like are worse still than Michael Vick playing for Cleveland. That's why the Browns are still the Browns. That's like worse than Michael Vick playing for Cleveland and being the dog pound in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was bad. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and hockey's coming up soon. I know. Could you believe it? What's yeah, hockey? I don't know. Fact. What's hockey? I've never heard we gotta, of that We got to get this guy. Mike, we got to get Sean to a hockey game because I told him the best way to see a hockey game is live. I've never heard of hockey. What is right. that? It's my, be- uh, it's my favorite sport. <laughs> game played on ice. That's all I need to tell you. Exactly. <laughs> what these guys do on ice is amazing. Let me tell you something. I mean, I yeah. mean, the fact that they can skate and hit and move. What's ice? I've never heard of ice either. Hockey, ice, sticks. I've never heard of it. Goals. Yeah, he'll watch the NBA. Goalies, watch the garbage yeah. that's the NBA, yeah. right? He'll watch that I, garbage. I, I, Robbie, yeah, I too. Robbie promised me that he's going to get me into hockey this coming season. Oh, my God, it's so the best. There's nothing, there's nothing like the NHL playoffs. I mean, the regular season, you don't have to watch, but the playoffs are the best. I mean, it's, it exactly. is. It's the best. It's the hardest championship to win, bar none. Look now, at last Robbie, year. Let me, let me ask you this, though. Uh, your, your thoughts on the Rangers after last year's pretty successful season. What do you think about this year? I think they're deeper at center with Vinny Trocek playing for them, getting him from, uh, from, the, from, the, uh, you know, from the Panthers. Um, I certainly think they're a lot deeper at center. We'll see. I mean, they, they didn't make a whole lot of changes, but you got Sammy Blake coming back who was hurt last year. He's going to help them on the third line. He's a big, strong kid who can get in front. They'll be all right. You know, I still think they need more scoring. You know, you got, you know, you got, you got, you know, they, they signed, um, you know, the kid from Russia for, uh, for, for one year. So Kravtsov, so we'll see how he plays. He's got a lot of talent. He's talented. I mean, he's more, to me, he's more talented than, than Lafreniere or even uh, uh, Kako. This, kid's, this kid can play. He played in the KHL last year. He can play. The question is his attitude, if he's going to make the team. We'll see. But they did sign him for a year, and, he'll, and hopefully he'll well, be hey, with the big club. Yeah. So 
Anyway, brother, yeah, so, man, so have fun. 80 degrees, but yeah, I'll take that um, today. I hooked up with you guys today. Yeah, you know, it's, absolutely, it's, uh, man. Great. Call us any time. much more because, you know, I've got a little free time now. Yeah, you so. retired. Congratulations, <laughs> man. Congratulations on the retirement, so. At least for now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it, man. Seriously, enjoy it. Uh, you deserve it. Have a, All right, have buddy. Have a great week, and uh, go Giants. All right, man. Love you. Talk go to Patriots. You, you got it, bro. All right. It's my buddy Mikey checking in there. 413-445-5943. So, I, hope, I hope he calls in more. Oh, yeah. Mike that was really him. fun. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's funny. When I was doing a sports show in, in Boston with my friend Tim Nebert, who's the voice of the Dodgers. This is years ago. And, uh, and Mike and I were roommates in college, you know, at Emerson and both radio guys. And um, so he would listen to our show on Sunday nights and stuff. And we had Terry O'Reilly on. We had a bunch of different people on and stuff. It was fun. So those were fun days. Little WECB in Boston. So... Yep, still there. <laughs> it still exists. So, but, uh, yeah, those were fun days, man. And Michael was doing I, I, overnights at the station in Boston one time. He had Leslie Nielsen on the phone for a while. I'll have to have him uh, recapitulate that story sometime to you. It was, it was really, really fun. Yeah. I, just, I just got a message from uh, Cynthia, Ralphie's wife. Oh, what's going on? She said uh, the guy in the phone sounds like when Ralph calls. So, yeah, it did. It was a little squashy. I think, I think there's a little, uh, a little uh, you know... <laughs> Upsetness going on there, like a little. Do you think we have like some kind of animal in our wiring system crawling around in there? No, but I think that they're kind of a little upset, Ralph and Cynthia. You know, I hope not because I really miss Ralphie calling in. Like, yeah, I haven't talked to him in like three weeks. Absolutely. You know, and yeah, absolutely. Ralphie, man. if you're listening, we want you to call us, man. Yeah, like, man. You're, you're, he is my favorite part of our segment when he calls in. Well, yeah, it's intelligent conversation, and sometimes it's funny, and, you know, he's, yeah, he's a great, he's a great talent. I mean, I kind of, you and I kind of both took over the, the, uh, you and I kind of both took over the segment today when, uh, your friend just called in there, and we kind of, we talked more than he did, but, Ralphie, man. I want to let you talk. (laughs) Next week, Ralphie, call in, please. We miss you. We do. By the way, when is when is Kenny Pickett going to start for the Steelers? I mean, can we can we stop with the Mitch Trubisky experiment, please? I mean, seriously. I mean, let's see let's see what Kenny Pickett can do. I, I'm I'm anxious to see this kid play. I really am. You know, Jersey product played at Pittsburgh. And let, can, let we, can we just already. say can we just say how bad the Indianapolis Colts looked? Oh my God, Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, three interceptions, Matty Ice, Ryan. Matty gracious. Ice really is Matty Ice. Oh my God. He looked Terrible. I mean, is, terrible. Is, is, is what's his name? Okay, is his save? Is his job safe? Is Frank Reich's job safe in in uh, in Indy? And is uh, is Vrabel's job safe in in Tennessee? Because I tell you, the Titans were pathetic last night. They were awful, and the, the Bills look like the best team in football. Well, you team, know what the thing with the Titans? They, they are. The thing with the Titans is they got rid of their two best receivers, Julio yeah. Jones and AJ Brown. Right. And, and Brown I don't, don't know. I don't know why they did that. Idiots. And but can you can you put it two ways? The Titans did what they did, and Buffalo is just ridiculously good. Yeah, they are. They're talented I mean, on Buffalo both sides. Buffalo is super talented on both sides of the ball. Are they finally going to win a Super Bowl? I pick them too. I don't know if they're going to, but they might win one. I can't believe we're almost out of time. Holy crap, crazy? we're done, huh? Crazy, right? <laughs> Let's go, Brandon, anyway, this week, folks. And uh, another edition of Cronin the Zuck off the books. Robbie, take it over for the last few seconds, my oh, brother. Was it me? I was my, okay. <laughs> All right, All folks, right. we will see you next week. Cronin and the Zuck, another edition in the books. Call us next week, 413 445 5943. Stay safe. Get out there. We love you. Bye.